What's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is Pedro. What's going on, Red and Pedro's creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we come to bring 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you folks. Hello, everybody. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. Um, Pedro, go ahead and um, shout people out while I set up the desktop. Thank you all for joining us this beautiful Wednesday morning. Here we have. Wester hanging out in the Discord. Andy Calloway over on the Facebook chat decided to cooperate this time. So we're hanging out in there as well as Twitch and on YouTube as well. Garcilia Alia. Hello. Good morning. Thank you everybody for joining us this morning. Yep. If you guys want to hang out, we are in the Discord chat room. You can get there by using the invite link, discord.gg slash Adafruit. We're uh, ch chilling right now. Hey, got Good Brent morning, hanging Brent. out. Charles in the chats. Welcome. Welcome. Let's go ahead and jump into our yeah. housekeeping. Okay, cool. If you are an employee or an employer looking for some new gigs, check out the jobs board, jobs.adafruit.com. It's free to do so. You can set up and um, set up your resume, or if you're employed, you can set up your uh, your offering. So there's still opportunities out there. Sweet. Okay. Um, Morning to Milano from Mexico. Nigel, Mr. Certainly hanging out in the chats as well. Good yeah. morning to everybody. This learn guide just went up. It is how to place an essential COVID-19 related order at Adafruit. So right now Adafruit is only shipping to uh, folks that really need medical equipment, medical supplies. Um, so this guide will walk you through uh, how to actually place an order if you are um, uh, a part of a team that really needs supplies. Uh, so definitely check out the learn guide. We also have tons of blogs. If you go to the Adafruit site, you can see it right on the homepage as well. Um, this just got my attention here this morning. Um, I think it was published this morning. Like what qualifies as an essential order, you can read through here. 
Um, things that contain electronics, tools, materials that could be used to manufacture PPE, that's personal protection items, uh, equipment, or other medical supplies. So you can read through that. Um, how to place your essential order, there's how to do it, there's screenshots, happy, happy. And then uh, how to place your essential order directly on Adafruit. Okay, there you go, sweet. Let's see, um, so that is what up would now. take in <laughs> place of the coupon code. That is what uh, is the placeholder for that until this. Yeah, excellent. All right, um, we do have some learn guides that we updated this week. Uh, the first one is we released our advisor for uh, making face shields. So we redesigned it so that the cover is completely filled in and that it uses a three hole punch um, template so you can uh, quickly create um, a, f a shield if you have access to the clear PET G material. We're using um, transparency sheets just for test fitting um, and there are different medical, different hospitals are going to have different um, sort of recommendations for the, uh, the shields themselves. I've, I've seen at least one place, uh, one hospital uh, recommend a minimum of 0.4 millimeters these transparency sheets are actually half of that, so they're like 0.2 millimeters or like a sheet of paper. So maybe you could double up on it. Um, definitely check with your local hospital or organization uh, to see what they recommend. Yeah. Let's see what else. Um, I guess. I wanted to point people to Aaron St. Blaine's awesome guide on sewing a mask as well. Yeah, team face mask. So if you are uh, home and you have somebody that uh, likes crafting, um, show them uh, a tutorial on how to uh, sew a face mask. There are some different uh, materials that you could use. There's a nice little chart here that gives you the effectiveness of each type of material. So uh, that's really helpful to see. So you can uh, pick out the type of material that you have. Um, yeah. Doing our fortunate part to have uh, Brandy, uh, Pedro's wife, uh, actually start sewing some for the family. So here's one of the first ones for, of course, Mickey themed. Yeah, and it's using the, the double layer design that uh, Erin talks about in there. Uh, she did find a different pattern so that the top, I think, is already sewn in. It's not on this one, but uh, there are a couple of lots of really good patterns out there. And it's doubled up and definitely going to have to start building these yourself for uh, going out in public. So definitely check out that tutorial. It's super helpful. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be something that's gonna be essential now for going out. Yeah, if you do, though mm -hmm. we advise not to. Okay, so we got those learn guides. Um, let's see here. Okay, there has been a lot of activity going on in the 3D printing face shields community lots and lots of different designs for face shields. So uh, we started a collection on Prusa Printer's website and I did a blog post uh, earlier in the week, or maybe it was last week, um, of just all the different designs that are out there right now. So huge shout out to the maker community for designing uh, all sorts of different designs. Um, there are uh, folks that are actually seeing how, uh, how do they fare, like, getting them approved or recommended or tested by uh, clinical um, facilities. So there is a website here 
that we will share in the, in the links. You can see in the description of this video, and Pedro's also going to post it. Um, so this is from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the National Institute of Health, and they uh, have reviewed at least two of these designs that are open in the community. This one here is a bit of a remix of the Perusa style one, but it has like a covering. And then here's another one from uh, Budman, Budman Industries, who designed a, much, a little bit more simpler one that uh, uses, um, I think, a different arrangement of holes. I'm not exactly sure which one, but you can click on these and see all the different uh, kind of, I guess, features. So you can see um, this face shield was designed for quick and low cost. Uh, here's some of the features. It has a fully covered top. Uh, the spacing of the wearer's face to accommodate large goggles, large strap holes to allow minimum, maximum flexibility, foam cushion for comfort. Okay, yeah. So that's really helpful. And then there's some other stuff here, um, sort of the respirator stuff uh, right over here. And here is like the prototypes that are in progress or under review. So there are quite a few of them that are under re review. So if anyone else uh, has some useful links or resources on helping these designs get reviewed, uh, please let us know. You can post it up in the uh, Discord chat room or just ping Adafruit on whatever social channel. But I'm glad to see that these designs are going through a somewhat of a review process so that we're not just um, kind of uh, pick whatever design. <laughs> There's some things to look out for. Yeah. And uh, we also have this link here if you want to see all the different collections of face shields. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think we showed this one. Yeah, so I published uh, the files for our version. And you can get access to those by hitting up the, the learn guide. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, trying to collect all the links and things. So with that, if you are designing one or you'd like to design one, there are some resources that you can use um, to what to consider when you're designing one. Huge shout out to Flowalistic, Augustine, on uh, Twitter and, and beyond. Um, he put together a, an article for Wikifactory on what are some considerations uh, when you're designing and manufacturing a face shield. So uh, definitely read through the article. I have it shared on the Adafruit blog and also um, in the link of the description of this video in, in the YouTubes. I think Pedro can share it as well. Um, but uh, there is, I have some bullet points here. Um, you wanna, if you're 3D printing it, you want to try to design it with no supports in mind. Most of the designs I'm seeing don't use any supports, which is great. Some of the stacked ones do require some supports. So you kind of have to pick and choose and, and kind of run your own numbers and see how many can you produce in an hour or, or whatnot. Uh, minimizing waste, if you're laser cutting, you want to use your full sheet. So those are all good, useful tips that are in the article. Um, PLA and PETG is what's being used most. Um, there's a minimum sort of width for these visors of 170 millimeters. Uh, most of them tend to have flexible sides so that they can accommodate for any size of a head. You definitely want to have the top uh, covered. If you see a design where the, the, there's a big opening here, you might want to have either an extra bit that covers that or just somehow uh, make it that, so that the cover is built into the design. 
And also we've seen, um, uh, specifically from I think UCLA, or maybe it was from the NIH, um, saying that the minimum sheet thickness for the, for the shield itself should be about 0.4 millimeters. Um, yeah, I forget how many inches that is. Uh, and then uh, you definitely want to consider sterilization and sanity processes. Uh, and they kind of differ per hospital, so each place might have their own kind of things. Okay, so those are some useful bits. Uh, some other stuff here. Let's see if I can. So there is a, a website called uh, getusppe.org, and this site has an interactive map that shows uh, the different hospitals and um, medical facilities that are in need. So if you are local and you're looking, you know, uh, for a place to donate the, um, your face shields, you can see that there are definitely uh, places that are in need right now. So you can call them up and each place kind of has its own um, kind of either a drop-off area or some specific things. Uh, so, for example, here's one sort of close to us, uh, St. Mary's Medical Hospital. They're needing N95s, face shields, safety goggles, gloves, gowns, dis disinfecting wipes. Uh, and there's also some stuff here like, do they accept open packages? The answer is no. But some other places, like Presidential's Women's Center, they do open, uh, they do are accepting open packages. And um, I think there's some contact information as well that you can get. So if you want to call them and find out if your stuff is going to be useful for them, uh, you can definitely do it. You can also sign up, I guess, if you uh, have some questions or need some assistance and stuff. It's pretty good. Um, lots of different resources here on this site. Again, it's uh, getusppe.org. So uh, check them out. Let's see. I think it's the only site that I've seen that has like an interactive map. So it's really cool. There's some other stuff as well. Uh, this website was uh, presented on Adafruit's uh, show and tell last, uh, last week. It's called Hack the Pandemic, so hackthepandemic.org. Um, it was built to help connect um, makers with uh, the doctors that need it. So you can check that out too. Um, yeah, and then I think there's one more. I think that's what I have. I've also saw this one. This is kind of interesting here. It's like a one-page sheet um, of uh, a printout to kind of show the assembly of uh, one of the face masks. This one's interesting because it has the um, the cover built into the design of the of the laser-cut uh, plastic sheet, the PETG sheet, the clear one, the shield itself. Uh, it has like these fingers that kind of fold up into into a to kind of like a, a covering, so it covers up the uh, the gap that might be there. So that's pretty interesting. It's easy. It's set up in a way where you can just print it. It's one sheet. You can hand it to people, and then you can kind of read through it, IKEA style, right? But there's actual words and things. So that's pretty cool. I saw that here on this tweet by uh, this person here. So that was interesting. I thought that was pretty cool. 
Okay, I think that's all the links. Does anybody have any questions about anything? I know I'm kind of rushing through. Got some it, really good like... tips here from uh, Mr. Certainly saying that if you're going to sew one of the masks, make sure that you don't mix up the inside and outside by making the inside a different color than the outside. That's a good tip. And then uh, Dewester has some tips here on uh, M3 is a company. You can go read that on the Discord on uh, Airflow. 3M. Mm-hmm. And then over on, let's see, uh, general questions from Irish. Um, what low-cost 3D printer we recommend? Probably one of the qualities, the uh, Ender, I think, is like 100 or $200. Wow. So definitely look into those. Yeah, they have a good community as well. Definitely join like the groups, like the Facebook groups. So you can see uh, the setup and all that and any um, any problems that people might have, so you can easily solve those right away. And then posted links for the interactive map for the masks that you were talking about. Cool, okay. And then everybody's saying good morning, people joining in the chats. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, yeah. Facebook, too, the folks on Facebook. Well, we, were, we weren't able to get it going last week, but it's, it's working this week. Yeah. we got Scott Shardrick in the Facebook, and... Uh, oh, no. I think we have a streaming problem. I see you. Oh, it's, it, it was... All right. Hey, welcome back. We had a bit of a hiccup, because uh, this is the internet. It's peak times. So everybody's using it. So, okay, let's keep going, I guess. Oh, there it goes again. It's like getting low. Um, don't yeah. move on. I know, <laughs> I'm trying. Let's go ahead and take a look at this week's, what are we prototyping? Got a really okay. cool one from Brent. You wanna do that one first? Okay, so yeah. this one is a, uh, uh, a temperature monitor that will connect to Adafruit IO so you can log your temperature. Um, this is just a prototype of the case, so kind of a hard case, but a NinjaFlex armband so that you can uh, put it under your armpit to get your core temperature. Uh, so we'll redesign it so that the sensor is going to be placed on, on one of these straps here, mm -hmm. and then we'll have like a channel for the wiring to go through. It's using the M MCP 9808 temperature sensor. It's uh, running off of a Vice Squared Z, and it's uh, using one of the BR one of the Feather NRF 52840s. Oh boy, how do I open this? You need a. I might, these guys. I might need some help here. It's a snap fit case, so there's no screws needed, but it, it kind of clamps pretty well, so um, there we go. Spudgers for the way in. So what do we got in here? Yeah, so we have a little 400 milliamp LiPo battery, an on-off slide switch, and the temperature sensor. So that's all inside this little, this little case. Um, we, we really like using this uh, reset tab. Shout out to Bill Binko and Prusa team for uh, making these and, and uh, giving us the idea for uh, having easy access to the reset button. So if you want to update your firmware, um, you can do that. We're using the Feather because uh, it's got LiPo recharger. So that, that, that's really nice. And then uh, this is just plugged into uh, the enabled ground so you can turn off the three volt re regulator. And then there's a little uh, slot there. But the design's going to change a little bit. Um, yeah, and then this is like a Ninja, stra uh, Ninja Flex strap here that I was playing with so that uh, and it has a hole in the center to expose uh, the actual IC there. So small. And then uh, this just kind of 
flips over there and the taps go on the inside here. There you go. And that just stays there. So I've got no screws. Prototype. That's what we're working on. Um, yeah. We're, uh, we'll make it so that, uh, yeah, the sensor is going to be on uh, one of these straps. So you'll have, the bot you'll have this on the outside and the sensor will be on the inside of your armpit. I think that's what it's going to be. I'm going to chat with Brent later. Um, it's going to iron out how we want it. Yeah, we're taking inspiration from one of the projects that we saw posted, as well as the little Owlet sock that I use on my child. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same thing where it's just checking your temperature, looking at the oxygen levels. I don't think that's going uh, this is going to include that feature, but uh, those are pretty much um, how those are all set up with the sensor on the outside. So you can have that away from all the other components and have the rechargeability of uh, everything else inside of uh, not going to be able to wash this, but you can definitely sanitize it. Yeah, here's after. a good example of one, iFever. They have it where the sensor's on the other end of the band. They have a little display there. Here's some more stuff on uh, folks wearing one. Oh, cool. I, I'm just now seeing all this. And then uh, some requests for how we're going to take the photos. Cool. Thanks, Brent. I appreciate all the different resources and stuff. And if you jump into the Discord, you can see Brent posting some of the previews of what it, the dashboard will look like. Uh, Adafruit I.O. In yeah, this looks great. Check it out. So you can monitor okay. and graph that out and see uh, if you are having any temperature spikes. You can have uh, like text messages sent out. Not perfect for, I guess, like elderly. If you're monitoring your parents, especially in these times, really good handy tool to have. Yeah, I'm still working on getting mine set up. Maybe the battery is dead, but yeah, I'm setting mine up still. Yep, okay, cool. Uh, some other stuff that we were working on. Um, I thought I'd put together uh, this project. So this went out this week. By, it's a learned guide by Eduardo uh, Blumi. And it's a thermal uh, camera using the Pi badge in the MLX9640. So this is a really neat way to kind of get uh, some temperature data, no contact temperature. So let's go ahead and turn it on. Do you want your screen? There it is. Do you want yours or mine? Yours. There you go. Okay, cool. So uh, yeah, this is really, really awesome. This is so fully featured. Um, yeah, let me play with the setting so you can kind of see it. So yeah, so we 3D printed a case to hold um, the Pi badge. And then you can see how this little bracket and uh, combination of different standoffs holds everything together. It really, really quick. It prints in about an hour because it's just uh, you know a single faceplate in this mounting bracket. The rest are standoffs. So here's the actual um, camera module. This is the MLX uh, 90640. They have they come in two different uh, lens lenses types. This is the uh, 110 wide angle lens, which I recommend because you can really see your hand or objects far away. Look at that coffee over there. So huge shout out to Eduardo. If you look at the interface, let me see if I can maybe switch it to my camera and then uh, see if I can get some better focus going on here. There's a ton of UI work that we're yeah. into creating I'll, I'll, I'll the menu quickly, system for this. It looks so good. I'll quickly run through it. So you get an idea of what the temperatures are. You have these like little targets that kind of crosshair that kind of pinpoints what is, what is the temperature on that. Um, and you can see the values there. They're kind of ranging around a little bit. They're kind of bouncing up and down a little bit, but they're kind of consistent 92 point whatever, right? Here's my coffee. Let's see how hot that is. 90, 
99. All right, so you can use the buttons here to kind of navigate the, the menu. As you can see here, B is for menu and A is to capture. You can actually capture an image. It's just amazing. So let's go to the menu system. You see all the different menu items. Um, we can change the scale from uh, Fahrenheit to uh, Celsius. We could also change the buttons, I guess. There's some color palettes that you can change through, which is just amazing. I like the iron bow for now. Um, you can mirror the image if you want. I'm gonna keep it at forward. The frame rate, uh, by default it's set to eight, but we can go up to 16, which makes it super smooth. And, and then this is really awesome. Do you see the backlight? It's set to full. I just turned it to dim and that looks way better. That is such a great feature, especially if you're doing a camera thing. So let's go to uh, exit. And now you can see it's a definitely a lot more smoother. And uh, take a look at my hand here. It's sitting there. Now I'm going to move it away, and you're going to see the heat print. There's the heat print. That's amazing. And there's the coffee there. Uh, you can do a screen capture. Again, just hit the A button. And then to pull it open, um, I'll hit B, and then uh, that's the first menu item. Uh, display the last captured image, and there's the last captured image. You can create movies as well. You can create an image sequence and then use processing to kind of make a QuickTime movie or something. But uh, really, really awesome project. Great way to take something's temperature and not touch it. It can be really helpful right now. Um, so we it's pretty accurate too. We actually were testing to see if the heated bed on the 3D printer was the exact same of what the readings are here. And they yeah. matched up perfectly. It's more so. accurate actually mm -hmm. by a dot, like a commence. Anyway, um, check out the learn guide. Come on, there we go. Check out the learn guide. Um, it's very, very well documented. Um, all the different settings and features, uh, how to get the pictures onto an SD card as well. Um, so you can actually capture the images, they save it as bitmaps, but then you can convert them into a movie or whatnot using some different software. Um, yeah, he actually walks through how to make a movie out of all the little bitmaps. Here's one of the movies he put together. It's pretty smooth. Um, yeah. Um, there's Adabot here. <laughs> we got yeah, Sheen begins asking stuff. what the distance uh, from the lens. Uh, should say in the product page yeah, for that. Yeah, I'm not that. sure what the Let's distance see. is, but uh, maybe it'll say here in the product page. If I could open the product page. There it is. I think the difference between the uh, the 55 and the uh, 110. It's just a angle, yeah. It went wide. Sorry, should have had that in the notes. <laughs> Yeah, here's the temperature range, and here's the operating temperatures, and here's the field of view. So field I'm not view. sure what the distance is. It's not... Uh, I'm sure it's in the data sheet, so maybe. if you want to check that out. It is product number 4469. Yeah, that's just the field of view, not the actual distance. And then looking over at the comments sure. for this. Uh, for the temperature uh, sensor, uh, just Brent was saying that this could be really good for using Interfruit IO dashboard for each patient. So uh, you can have a different feed mm, per patient for monitoring. Right. Yeah, it's really cool because uh, there was no soldering. Um, it's, it uses the Stemma connector, so you literally plug one end into the Stemma port on the on the bottom. Mm -hmm. 
And Which then, I don't uh, think we showed the. Did we show no, the back I didn't. Of it? I did. I did show the back of it, but it's worth showing the connector here. The little wire. It goes from like a, a JST SH to a JST PH. I think it is. And uh, yeah, no soldering. We saw the connector, mm -hmm. and uh, the battery just plugs in. You can recharge the battery over USB. It's using Arduino. It was uh, written Arcata, in uh, yeah Arcata, our Adafruit's Arcata library for all the GUI stuff, and uh, using Adafruit's uh, library for the MLX nine zero six forty. Excellent little thermal camera here. Yeah, the battery is the four twenty milliamp, right? Mm -hmm. But you could also fit the three fifty or the four hundred. Maybe the 500, I'm not sure. Uh, but with this design, you might fit. be able to, yeah. yeah. It's just a Even if it hangs out the sides. Yeah. So we got Very two, cool project. Two uh, properly themed projects for right. the yeah, ongoing. They're, they're both like pink and yellow, because yeah. <laughs> that's all the filament I have right now. And it looks great. Good combo colors. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, check out the Learn Guide. It's, it's very well written. Yeah, excellent very, job very from... Grotto. Yeah, excellent. Eduardo. And there have been a bunch of CAD parts that you released for a bunch of these components. Yeah, specifically the MLX 90640D. So uh, if you are doing some CAD work and you want to use it, I put it up in our, in our GitHub. It's linked in the description, or you can just go to github.com slash Adafruit and search for CAD parts. There's not much to look at. There's just a, a bunch of files. But uh, I've been pulling out, um, let's look at our, our commits, because I don't know what, uh, what I commit. So we got the MLX uh, 9640, which is the thermal. We also did the Blue Fruit Sense. I did do a little video for that one. So this is the Blue Fruit Sense. It has some onboard sensors, like uh, I think it's an accelerometer. Yeah, accelerometer, uh, light and color, gesture sensor, temperature sensor, all that's on there, which is awesome. So if anybody wants that board and 3D model land, um, I added it to the uh, Learn Guide, the Products Learn Guide. So you can download that. Um, we also have some other parts like the MPC 908, uh, TT Motor, uh, Metro Mini, FX Audio Amps, all the different sizes of them, M0 Express, the Huzzah ESP. And I think that's about what I started with. Yeah, and then the Ethernet Feather Wing as well. So all of those have been added. Um, definitely want to uh, star it or watch it if you are into seeing when they come out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so just trying to get as many parts as I can uh, up there. And spin. That was so cool to look at. In addition to a bunch of the 3D printed parts, you also released a layer by layer on last week's project, the That's right. MIDI MX Guitar. Guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I spent a good time making it so that it was uh, easy to um, expand and add more parts or, or change the length of certain things. So uh, check it out. I'll have a link to it in the uh, in the notes, in the show notes, in the description. I, am I don't have any visual <laughs> to give you here because I didn't I didn't uh, make a clip or anything. But uh, it's up there on YouTube. Folks seem to uh, to dig it. People that are uh, learning Fusion 360. Perfect time. Um, yeah, I think so. And it's a nice project to show uh, how, how to use user parameters into assembly that has just tons of parts. So you can check that out. All the links are being posted as we speak. Thank you. So check those out. Save them for later. 100 tabs open. It's hard to. I know. Same go. here. <laughs> OK. Thanks. Here's an image of it. And there it is. 
I'm going to go with a couple of these projects too. Uh, updated CircuitPython was released as well. So definitely check that out. Make sure all your boards are up to date. Which version? Is it 5.1 or just 5? Uh, That's fine. Just check it. <laughs> <laughs> is it 5.1? Yeah. I, so. I know the thumbnail says John's Workshop, but it's 3D Hangouts. <laughs> it's, it cached it or something. All right. Cool. Okay. Let's go ahead and um, jump into this week's Community Makes. Sure. So time-lapse Tuesdays happen every Tuesday. Keeping in theme with um, everything that's going on in the world. A lot of people have been designing these touchless uh, sort of like pointers oh, no, and failed. like door handle openers. So this is a really cool one designed by, crap, I forgot the name. Oscar Frygola. If there you look you at go. the video, it shows you right there. Oscar Fry Free. What I really like about this one is the retractable design of it. It keeps any of the uh, corona that might have gotten onto it away from you. And it lets you retract the hook. Has the ability to open a couple of different things. You can also use it to point. Yeah. And as you can hear, it's like see grasping. here, you can grasp the uh, door handles. And then you touch can, the door, just push it. Yeah, you can push it. Lysol does ooh. actually kill. Unless they're lying, which I don't think they would do that in this crazy time. We went to Lysol's website and they said yes. Yeah, they have a whole corona. list of all of their products. But the person on the, in the comments said it doesn't, Pedro. <laughs> do so, I one of the, so if you go over the overhead, you can see that it has a very small touch point. It's kind of sharp uh, down here, so it has minimal uh, touching. Surface area. Uh, <laughs> surface area, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Or any like button that you want to push, like on an elevator. So you can also use a little tip on the hook there. Nice little print in place design that allows it to slip back into the main it case. It generates there. no heat. Apparently, it does not generate any heat. <laughs> so, very nice design, as you've seen there. Yeah, I did have to use right. supports just for the little arc part here. Uh, even with my Z hop enabled, it still managed to have the nozzle strike in. Uh, push it off the bed. That's what was going on in the video, huh? When it failed. Yeah. yeah. But a nice little design here. I did have to use a horizontal expansion of about negative 1.5 to get a nice little smooth action in there. Uh, I would probably just leave it at 0.1 just so you have, uh, so it doesn't, you know, come out so easy yeah. like that. But maybe you do want that. Print in place is tough to get. It's, it almost never works, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's amazing when it does. I decided to use supports on the bottom here because of the way that it curves up uh, that that angle there. Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah, this fillet. is the bottom. This is literally the bottom, yeah, which took me a minute to there. figure out. It's like, oh, okay. But all in all, uh, nice little design I'll definitely use when I'm out and about. I'll open up doors and push things while I have my little sanitizer. I think it might be a little bit easier to just sanitize these little points instead of having to do your whole hand. Although, I'm going to do my whole hand as well. <laughs> It's like so excellent patch. little design, although it does take quite a while to print. It uh, will definitely save when you're out and about and have to touch icky surfaces. So definitely check it out. Posting the link for this. Go right now. Yeah, I had a link. Here it is. And one of the recommended things that, uh, or one of the recommended uh, materials from one of the videos that we saw was that PLA in terms of being able to be disinfected uh, so many times. PLA is probably the way to go. 
Yeah. Videos. Oh, you're thinking of the, there's a video, video from yeah. uh, CNC Kitchen, Stefan, mm -hmm. um, who tested uh, just soaking prints and seeing and testing their strengths um, and then kind of plotting them and comparing them. So check that out. It'll be on the Adafruit blog too. I think we're going to share it. Or I think it's already posted. It's either already posted or scheduled for being posted yeah. tomorrow. And speaking of the blog, definitely tune in for the three Thursday blog series. There is a ton of COVID-19 related pro uh, projects that you can print. Everything yeah. from like uh, adapters to tubes to a lot of the uh, temperatures that people are prototyping as well as a lot of the touch uh, little, uh, what do we call these, like touchless like objects to mm -hmm. help no interact. Contact. Yeah, no, no contact, contact. Practical use. Mm-hmm. So definitely check <laughs> all those out. Well, I'm hooked. This is Andy Gully. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, I think we're good. <laughs> that was pretty much it. We kind yeah. of rushed through everything and we are we're still trying in the not process to rush of, through, but yeah. There's the a lot on our mind. So. so we are in the process of moving. Um, so we're it's a bit of a challenge coordinating all the different services that we need. Our, our, um, our closing date is now a day earlier, so it was going to be April 10th, so now it's going to be April 9th. We're about nine days away from that, so we've got lots of boxes, lots of things to pack. Um, yeah, that's, that's our status. Um, we're hanging in there. We want to hope everybody that they're staying safe and following you know, social distancing practices and just being super conscious and aware of everything. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. Yeah. There you go. Each one for your fingers, I guess. <laughs> That's your cat. <laughs> one of the cool Unstoppable. Uh, prints that I keep seeing is those long fingers. Now it yeah, makes now a lot of can, sense. Yeah, now it's actually practical. It's stylish and practical. So we're going to be on the show and tell tonight. Just a huge reminder it is now an hour long. This is about, what, the third one that's mm -hmm. been an hour long now? We really appreciate everybody coming on and sharing their stuff. It is um, nerve-wracking to do it, especially when a demo fails, but we really appreciate you guys coming out there. It makes Lamar and Phil's day when they see folks from the community um, sharing their projects. And come on, even if your project isn't done, we like seeing in-work uh, status of projects. You can also show us a tour of your uh, work area or show some of the things that your kids have been working on with all this uh, distance learning going yeah. on. We've been I've been kind of thinking in my own head. Um, I'd like to put together uh, some sort of video or resource of, of some tips, some useful things on how to mm. present, what to consider when you're sharing. We actually do have off. a guide on that. Yeah, I think you're right. We do. Um, so, so search for it. Yes, <laughs> sir. Do you want me to pull it up? If you go to Learn Guide, yeah. it is. I think just it's show, and, show and tell. There it is. So I just typed in show and tell, and this is what showed up. Shout out to Amberella for putting that together. Nice bullet point of stuff. Um, you know, be sure your webcam is working, you want to stay muted, go for a wired connection, these sort of things, right? Um, yeah, and I was thinking more of like uh, some technical stuff, like here, here's, here's a nice magic arm that I like to use when I'm doing mm. overhead. I like to use QuickTime so I can, you know, bring up a thing, or here's some OBS tools that you can use. That sort of stuff. Uh, webcam settings panel. I like to use that for changing the focus and exposure. Little things like that I think uh, would be really helpful. If you're somebody in the community that has some video skills and you're looking for a, a good 
kind of video to make as a resource, maybe consider that, how to set up your live streaming setup, I guess. Mm -hmm. Somebody asking for the live link. Uh, Tune into the Discord chat. That's yeah, where it is posted. It is chat. a dynamic link, so it'll change every time. It is done through StreamYard. Yeah, it's done through StreamYard, yes. Um, and yeah. it is uh, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday, hour long, so definitely tune yeah. in. I think one of the issues now is that there's just hard to know if you're going to make it or not because there's, I, I forget how many people can go in, what's the limit. Mm -hmm. There is a limit, but uh, if you can't come on or if it's too full, you can either keep trying or there's always next week, so you can try that. We appreciate you trying to get in. <laughs> it feels like it's an exclusive club and it's just, this is what it is, I guess. And then right after that full hour, Lamar and Phil on all of the happenings in, at Adafruit. Yeah. If you want to tune into that. Yeah, I think the, the home, uh, work from home edition, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then don't forget tomorrow as well, we've got John Park's workshop. 4 p.m. Eastern yeah. time. Always working on some really cool projects there. And this has been 3D Hangouts. Thank you all for joining us every single morning. We'll be here. I think this will probably be the last week since we got to get everything ready. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll make a blog post if it changes, but for the time being, I think we'll take about two weeks off. Yeah, to, that uh, seems about right. There's a lot of printers and all that we got to move out. Yeah. So thank you all for joining yeah. us, all the support. Uh, we're able to do this because of all of the support from you guys in the community. Thank you all for always being there for us, sponsoring us, and uh, for if you need some COVID-19 related uh, products, uh, email COVID19 at .com. We'll get those uh, those work orders shipped out. Yeah, you said it, man. Everybody stay safe. Remember to wash your hands. Don't forget. Make a great Make day. Make a great day. See you next week, so, folks. Bye.